Welcome to another vital message from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the Word. So if you would open your Bibles to the book of 1 Peter, we're going to be reading from that in just a moment. And, you know, the sacred scriptures, uh, uh, they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. They were preserved by the hand of God, and they have been passed down to us from generation to generation to generation. And, uh, uh, you know, divided into basically two primary sections. There's an Old Testament and there's a New Testament. Now, uh, the word testament means covenant. Okay? So there's an old covenant and there's a new covenant. The old covenant covers thousands of years and the old covenant was guaranteed. A covenant is like an agreement, a promise. The old covenant was guaranteed by the blood of bulls and goats. That's right. God said you can sacrifice animals and I will forgive your sins and look over them for a period of time only. And then next year you have to bring some more blood in order for this covenant, this agreement of, of forgiving your sins to continue. That was an old covenant. Well, uh, the old covenant again um, judged sinners because sin was in the life of sinners. And the old covenant judged sinners because they had sin. Well, the new covenant, the New Testament, as Jeremiah said, in Jeremiah 31, 31 and following, Jeremiah prophesied that one day God was going to make a new covenant. And instead of it being written on a table of stone, it would be written in our hearts and in our minds. Isn't that great? Wow. The old covenant, I said, judged sin and sinners, but the new covenant had the power to separate sin from the sinner. And the new covenant could judge the sin without judging the sinner because it could separate. It could bring about a born-again experience to where a person was born out of the sin that they had been born into, a born-again experience. The new covenant is based on a better promise. The old covenant was based on and sealed by the blood of animals. The new covenant is sealed by the perfect atoning blood of Jesus Christ. Wow, that's what God was talking about. That one day, you know, this old covenant would be fulfilled in the death and the sacrifice of a perfect lamb, which Jesus was, and then a new covenant based on his blood would be offered to mankind. And today, if a person believes in this new covenant, in the blood of Jesus, if they believe that Jesus can forgive their sins through his blood and eternal forgiveness, not just a temporary forgiveness, but an eternal forgiveness, if they believe that, they can receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. By faith, Jesus will come into their heart. How does it happen? Well, you know, salvation is free, and it happens just exactly like it happened to Sandra. She knew about God, but in order to know God, she needed to first believe, as Romans 10, 9 and following says, also as Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 tell us, you know, for by grace you're saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. God gave Sandra as he has given you. And today, wherever you are, you have the opportunity to also receive this grace by faith. 
that you can ask Jesus to come into your heart and he will save you. The salvation is free. It doesn't mean that everything in this life is going to be okay, but it does mean everything is going to be okay throughout eternity for the born-again believer. God is with us in every step that we take on this earth, but our salvation is first an eternal message that we need to appreciate. The message of the gospel is simple. The gospel says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. That eternal life, again, is based on the blood of Jesus, our faith in Jesus Christ, and our request, our confession for him to save our soul. He will forgive our sins. And as Jeremiah says, he will remember them no more. What a blessing. Well, uh, the message that we're going to hear today is that same message. It's from the Apostle Peter. The Apostle Peter preached this simple gospel everywhere he went. That God loves us so much, he gave his only son, and if you will believe in him, you will not perish but have everlasting life. This is the message that the Apostle Peter wrote to us. It was from Babylon in about the year A.D. 63 or 64, in just the last few years of the Apostle Peter's life, that he took to write this letter to people who were living uh, in, in, in a... In a in what is now modern-day Turkey, but in a different region. They were living there because they had been born again, and it was a very difficult time. It was a chaotic time all throughout the world. The Roman Emperor Nero was, was beginning to persecute Christians, and, and churches were being closed down, and laws were being made that you could not preach or teach in the name of Jesus. And, and you know, it was a very difficult time for born-again believers, and also very, very difficult for people who did not know the salvation that comes through Christ. And so here the, the, the apostles Peter is writing to these Christians who have been scattered around in, in this chaotic time. You know, uh, two great needs that a world has in times of chaos. Number one, the, the need that we have is to make sure that the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, is proclaimed. We cannot stop as a church. We cannot stop, you know, uh, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is, it, it is imperative that the church stay strong, especially in chaotic time because the world needs it. But also, a second need is that believers, born-again believers, need to be encouraged as well. And this same gospel not only saves souls, but it inspires and encourages believers to continue to let their light shine in very difficult, chaotic, and dark times in this world. Well, let's read this morning this letter that God inspired the Apostle Peter to write, and I believe he wrote it for us today. This is the word to us. First Peter, the first chapter, reading from the New Living Translation. Listen to what Peter says. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, all the regions of what is modern-day Turkey. God the Father knew you. Listen to what he's saying. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and his Spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. Isn't that what we need? 
All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation. And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change or decay. (laughs) I love that. I love that the treasure God has given me is beyond the reach of change or decay. Verse 5. And through your faith, the Apostle Peter wrote, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So, verse 6 says, be truly glad. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you have to endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, that your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. That's right. Jesus is going to be revealed to the whole world. Verse 8. You love him even though you have not seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Verse 9, we conclude with verse 9. The reward of trusting, the reward for trusting Jesus will be the salvation of your soul. Well, let me tell you just the reading of that today should encourage us but there are some takeaways that I want us to embrace my first takeaway comes from verse 2 God the Father knew us and chose us long ago you know God had a plan before the foundation of the world that we would be saved by Jesus Christ I mean why did God do it anyway you know I don't know. There are a lot of questions I cannot answer, but there is one that I can. Jesus Christ was willing before the foundation of the world to give his life's blood for me and for you. God knew us and chose us in Christ long ago. You know, it makes me feel just a little bit better, a little more secure to know that God knows what's going on. He knows the end from the beginning, and he's not caught off guard. He knows and he chose us in Christ. The second takeaway comes from verse 3. Listen to what the apostle Peter wrote to us. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. (laughs) It's by the mercy of God. You see, God chose me. I didn't choose him. God chose you. You didn't choose him. God chose you long ago, and it's by his great mercy that we have been born again. Listen to me, saints. It's a merciful thing. God had mercy on us, had mercy on our souls, and that's why we live now with a great expectation. I am living, and, and I can afford to dream. I can afford to expect. I can afford to hope because God and his great mercy has, has brought me to a born again experience. All praise to God, he continues to say, because we have a priceless inheritance, not something you can buy, not something you can earn, 
but yet something that is free, but it's priceless, and it's being watched over. It's being kept. My priceless inheritance is being kept reserved for me in heaven. Oh, I love that. I love that God is protecting my eternity. You know, in this world, so many things are, have fallen outside the protection of those who should be overseeing them. You know, so many, so many things are falling, you know, in, into disrepair and chaos and trouble. And, and uh, th- this world is in trouble. But you know what? My inheritance is not. Your inheritance in Christ Jesus is not in trouble. It's not in danger. It's being kept, reserved for us in heaven. And uh, it's beyond the reach of change and decay. I love that. And through our faith, number three, My third takeaway is from verse 5. God is protecting us by his power today. Without respect to what's going on around the world, God is protecting us by his power. My fourth takeaway. There is a wonderful joy ahead. Wow. There is a wonderful joy ahead. (laughs) Just think about it. Even though we must endure many trials for a short season, these trials will show us that our faith is genuine, that our faith has been well-placed in Christ. And our fifth and final takeaway today is the fact, as verse 9 says, the reward for trusting Jesus will be the salvation of our souls. The reward for trusting Jesus will be the salvation of of our souls. You see, those without Christ today have no hope. They have no joy. Those without Christ today, they have no trust in their life. Don't let anything take away your joy. Don't let anything take away your hope. Don't let anything rob you of your trust in Jesus. You can trust Him. Soon, everyone will see that you made the right choice. Soon, the whole world will see Jesus and they'll see that your trust in Him, this inexpressible joy that you have, is not empty, but rather, it's true. Thanks again for joining us for another relevant word from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.